0: 20th. We are going strong for four days with also a bonus money session. We also have added our Facebook group with challenges and activities. Listen, y'all we work So in order to sign up to participate in all pieces, I want you to head down to the show notes and get on the bootcamp experience list so that you can get started with us. Now, also our private practice signature program DTA will also be opening soon. So make sure that you check the show notes and get on on that notification list as well so that you can be the first to know about all the juicy bonuses that we have coming down the pipeline. It is glow up season. I will see you in the bootcamp. So as a wife, a mother, and a business owner, and a college professor, the balancing act is so interesting. And so in today's podcast episode, we are going to talk about my daily routine and to help you improve your daily productivity. Hey so welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast and YouTube channel. I want to welcome you. My name is Dr. TK, clinical psychologist, number one therapist business coach. I have something a little bit different today. I do have some props that I'm going to show if you are watching this via video, but I'll make sure that for our podcast listeners that I will describe the products and of course provide all the links in the show notes, but I do want to welcome you if this is your first time tuning into the podcast and or to the YouTube channel, because this is going to be an epic episode. I am talking about pretty much time management, but really how to get work done by the middle of the day. And for me, my middle of my day is 12 PM and you'll learn why. And so the goal of today's episode is to share my daily routine to help you with productivity. Now, I post a lot on Instagram in regards to What do I do behind the scenes in my day? How do I start my week off? How do I use intentional goals? And how, most importantly, am I done with my work on most days by 12 or 1 p.m. And I still have time before my son gets home from daycare for half of the week to be able to chill with my husband or just lounge and do nothing, okay? So I know that that really attracted a lot of therapists because especially working from home, sometimes it becomes overwhelming or difficult to detach from life because you are working in the same place where your life is actually happening, okay? So as I mentioned, I am a wife, I am a mother, I am a college professor, and I am a full-time business owner, which literally, as I am recording this today, I am 100% working from home. And so last year, up until last month, I was working in my home about 85% of the time and then 15% of the time, I would physically go out to a community agency and provide trainings. But as of right now, I'm no longer doing that. And so I'd really be curious to see what life will be like now that I do not leave home at least every other week to go out into the community to work. And so I just honestly think that it frees up my time, but let's dive into this daily routine. And so I did wanna share with you a topic that my bishop at my church talked about. He did a whole series on what's called the balancing act. And one of the visuals that comes to mind and um, let me see if I can describe this correctly is it was a guy standing on a ball and he was holding or juggling per se six to eight areas of his life. All at one time. So one of the things that I admire about this particular topic and the way that my bishop talked about it in church, this was about two years ago, is that he posed the question to the congregation and he said, can you really truly balance out your life or should we be focusing on focus? Should we be focusing our attention on one thing at a time? Because what tends to happen is that when you, if you really think about it, you probably feel overwhelmed when you are trying to do too much. When you're trying to tackle 5,000 5,000 my favorite number like when I talk, but you're trying to tackle like 5,000 tasks. And so I really liked that he honed in on instead of saying that we want balance, we want life balance, we want a balance between life, work and you know other areas, why don't you try to just simply focus more. Because if you think about it in terms of numbers, I'm a numbers girl. So if I look at a pie chart of a hundred percent and we did this activity with some of my clients, if we look at the time that you have in a day, everybody's given the same 24 hours. And so what does that mean? If you say, oh, I'm going 100 in this area, I'm going 100 in this area. The last time I checked, it was only one 100 It wasn't five. You're not giving seven lives like a cat, right? And so you have to operate your life, your day within that 100% frame. And if it doesn't fit, that means that you have not been focused and that you have added too much onto your plate. And so just think about it like energy. Your energy can't go into multiple places at a time because you cannot dedicate 100% of your energy into multiple things at a time. And so let's talk about my daily routine. I'm an early riser. When I share this, I'm not saying that you have to do what I do or any parts of what I do, but I have been able to do trial and error with how I live my life and this is what works for me. So I have no problem sharing it because a lot of people have asked me to share it, especially on Instagram, because a lot of the behind the scenes happens. And I've done a few like behind the scenes of a typical day um, on YouTube as well. So my alarm clock is set for 5 a.m. Why is it set at 5 a.m.? I believe, and this literally happened where I went super hard, um, you know, March of last year due to this, you know, global situation. And so I realized that even though everyone was at home, but because we were all at home all day together, I preferred to do... Activities that required a lot of my mental effort, like writing or even scripting out what I want to talk about on a podcast or on a video. If those things required a lot of mental effort from me, I'd prefer to do them when my house is quiet. They don't wake up until seven or eight o'clock. And so that gives me three hours or up to three hours to get stuff done. And so my alarm clock was set at five on the iPhone. You can literally set your bedtime. And I appreciated that because initially I was just swiping it aside, like, oh, I'll just go to sleep when I get sleepy. But what I liked is that I set the timer at 10 p.m. And then it lets you uh, do like an alert. And the alert was set for 9 p.m. And the reason why my alarm was set or the alert to go to bed was for 9 p.m. Because it takes me about an hour to wind down, meaning Make sure that I gave my sons a bath or that they took a shower. Make sure that their clothes are out for the next day if I have a busy day or maybe my husband has a busy day. Do I have, you know, meals prepped? Do I know what I'm eating in the morning? Do I want to have a shake or do I want to actually cook? Because those require different times. You know what I'm saying? Meaning I spend more time in the kitchen versus a shake. I can make that on the go in like three minutes and be right in this office. And so I chose to wake up at five o'clock simply because I can also record podcasts. I was batching Podcast like crazy. My mission last year went on overdrive. I had always had a big mission to serve therapists. But when the pandemic happened, I just was like, I don't want any therapist to suffer and be unhappy at their job and feel like they need to stay there. I need to get this information out about the academy. And what ended up happening is I was only supposed to have one launch, maybe two. One launch was supposed to be in July. However, I ended up having a launch in May because I started to get phone calls or DMs on Instagram in March and in April. So I said, clearly people want the information. So to serve the people, I'm gonna go ahead and just move up the launch. And I ended up having four launches, okay? But all of this was able to be done because I saw what worked for me in terms of what time I should wake up in the morning. Now, specifically on workout days, honestly, because we were stuck in the house and because it was a health, thing that was happening, I chose to go super hard in working out in the living room. I um, was very creative and I found, you know, different YouTube channels to watch. And one person that I deeply fell in love with in terms of like just dancing and having fun was Mike Peel. If you want to know more about his page, I'll make sure to link his page below. But the one thing that I can appreciate is because I couldn't get my hands on weights. We couldn't go to the gym. I'm in Southern California. It made me have to be very creative with even cardio in my living room because nobody was outside. And in the first month, nobody wanted to go outside, even to run if nobody was around. I mean, I didn't go outside for the first two months outside of the grocery store. And so outside of workout days, I would maybe wake up at six, maybe not five. But honestly, for most days, um, for about nine months out of the year, I woke up at five o'clock. Also, during my wake up time, I would do journal, I would do prayer, and I would do meditation. So what I want to show you, and we'll make sure that these are in the show notes for the podcast and the video, is that I use items like this. And so what I'm showing for those of you on the podcast is a gratitude journal. So my gratitude journal, I've used different ones. I've used some from Michael's that were like four bucks, but now I believe they're discontinued probably due to the shortage of supplies. I found this one on Amazon and I really like that every day. They have a different quote. It says, today I am grateful for. Then it has other prompts for in the morning, including an affirmation that you can create. And then it has something for you to reflect on in the evening. And then every 30 days, it has you reflect on what was your last 30 days like. And so I'll make sure to link this gratitude in the notes. And then also, um, one of the things that I got heavily into or back into is journaling. So this journal was actually from one of my business coaches, um, Dr. Stacia Pierce. And I'll make sure to link her store in the bio or the the notes as well. But she has like five different tabs. It has like a pocket inside where I put my goal card. And what I love about hers is that it's focused on like vision board, write your vision and make it plain. She has an area literally for a vision board in here. Um, You also have affirmation section, meditation section, and then just note sections. But I like it because it's pretty and I like pink. And then also, because I clearly had time all last year, is that I started utilizing my planner because I also realized that sometimes when you're inundated with technology, you can accidentally underbook or overbook yourself. Underbook means you forgot to put something on your calendar. Overbook means a lot of your stuff is overlapping and you realize you have two appointments at the same time because as a therapist, I use simple practice and I'll make sure to link that below too if you are interested in a 30-day free trial for a electronic charting system. But one of the things that I realized is that even though my simple practice can sync with my Google calendar, and I do that with you know the initials on the calendar and not the client's name, if I'm only looking in simple practice sometimes and just trying to schedule the client before our session was over via telehealth platform, unfortunately, I was not looking at my Google calendar as well. And so sometimes I would literally have to um, send a message To some of my clients that say, you know, I know we were supposed to see each other in three weeks because some of them were not weekly, but I have to do a training that day. So can we pick another day and then we have to go back and forth? So I recognize that just having a paper backup agenda was very, very helpful. Another thing that I do in the morning is that I use my diffuser. I got a cool diffuser from Costco for like 70 bucks. It makes sound. It lights up. But then I also have other diffusers around the house. Some of my favorite scents are, I actually get them from Sprouts. And so this one is called um, now Essential Oils. But I, I use like lemon and eucalyptus. This was really helpful. Like if my son or someone had like a stuffy nose. I like to use frankincense. I like to use lavender at night. I also drink tea when I wake up in the morning just to get my metabolism going and cleanse my system. So I drink hot water with a lemon squeezed inside my water. I either use herbal tea or Herbalife tea. Um, It just really depends on what I have in my supply. And I do that in the morning and at night. I also may light up some candles depending on how I feel. I actually just purchased some candles from Amazon and I love that they have affirmations. And so this one says, wealth is filling the power to produce wealth. And so again, I'll link these in the comment, but I chose candles based off of what I was working on. And so I love the money financial freedom candle. And then I also like the abundance unlimited mindset candle, which I haven't lit yet. But what I do like to do is state some type of affirmation or prayer over an intention over the candle. And then I will keep it lit unless I leave the home. I'll put it out. So that is like uh, overview of my morning routine. And you may be wondering, well, wow, that's a lot. I don't want to do all that. I'm not saying you have to do all that. You can choose one thing that you like and do one step at a time. But clearly we have plenty of time to develop a morning routine <laughs> in 2020. Okay. i also put on positive vibes. And so let's just say I worked out clearly that was off music I may listen to Dr. Eric Thomas, Les Brown, or better yet, one of my coaches because they have a lot of motivational stuff in our arsenal, in our portal. So I'll download that right to my phone and I'll work out in the living room where I'll put my AirPods on so I won't wake nobody up with loud music. Or if I could, I will go outside for a jog. And right now I clearly go to the gym. Um, So outside of listening to positive vibe music, of course, I take a shower. If I am able to, depending on who's up, I will... Turn my little speaker on in there, but sometimes my son, you know, that's three, comes into our room in the middle of the night, literally around four o'clock, and he co sleeps with us for now. <laughs> and so when he's in the room, I will not put on that speaker clearly because I don't want him to wake up at six or seven o'clock in the morning unless it's time to go to school at seven, in which now he goes to daycare. Then after I do all of that, I wake him up, I get him dressed for school, I take him to school, and then I start the rest of my day. Now, granted, I skipped over some things because if I have a three-hour time span, I am not doing all this for three hours like all this prep. What I do do at nighttime, which is very, very helpful, is that I create an intentional task list. And so let me express what that looks like. An intentional task list is very different than a to-do list. An intentional task list should be no more than three things, and it should be up to three main things that if you don't get those things done today... Maybe your business is not going to run. And so for example, I'm in the midst of, you know, training my team for the upcoming launch for the Academy. And so we also are bringing on new partners. There's a lot of new movement happening because we've also brought on three new team members since the last launch. And so what that means in terms of intentional task is I may say, what needs to be done to push my business in the right direction? Or what needs to be done in my household to push my finances, or wealth, into the right direction? So one intentional task could be, I need to create an email sequence to send out to my new team or do a training for my students, right? Because that's my coaching program. Or it can be on a personal level. Maybe I need to make some phone calls to talk about money in terms of wealth for my family, okay? Because that's moving my family into the direction of what's on my vision board. Now, to-do lists are more like, I need to do the laundry, I need to wash the dishes, I need to meal prep, I need to go to the grocery store. Those, I'm not saying that those don't impact your life. But they are not intentional tasks, meaning if you don't go to the grocery store today, I'm sure you can go tomorrow or you can send someone to go for you. And so you want to be able to distinguish what's intentional and what is a regular to do list task. And then you want to make sure that you for sure set yourself up to do that intentional task. So what I do is I make that intentional goals list ideally at night so that my brain can pretty much start going to work on my subconscious level when I'm asleep. That way, when I wake up, I'm good to go. So, do you wanna learn how to utilize better time management skills and have a profitable private practice? Do you want to learn the tips and techniques that a lot of my clients learn so that they can implement their own daily routine to automate their office, automate their life in certain areas, And also maybe eliminate or delegate certain things. Stay tuned and check out this quick commercial. I really hope that you're enjoying today's podcast episode. And yes, I am interrupting my own podcast to invite you to check out the Dope Therapist Academy, also known as DTA. We help therapists move from living check to check, not seeing their ideal clients in their practice feeling overwhelmed as a result of running their practice by themselves and not seeing real profits in their business. All you have to do is head down to the show notes and click on the Dope Therapist Academy or visit us at www.drtk.com forward slash DTA. This program has helped numerous of therapists in over 30 States and it can help you too. The DTA program is perfect for any therapist or clinician either starting or Or revamping a private practice to experience exponential growth and earn 10K months or something better. So, in just less than 60 days, our five step profitable brand model will teach you the strategies to build your dream caseload for your ideal clients, create a profitable business blueprint so that you can have your dream schedule, gain clarity about your niche so that you can add streams of income beyond your wildest dreams develop a wealth mindset as a business owner, not just an entrepreneur, so that your private practice can generate true profits, press the automation button in your back office so that your business can run effectively and efficiently while you live abundantly, and lastly, we'll help you delegate tasks to complete and accomplish the freedom lifestyle that you deserve. So regardless if you're a newbie, existing private practice business owner, or you have a private practice on the side part-time, you deserve to create a business and lifestyle full of abundance. So to learn more about the Dope Therapist Academy program, be sure to click the link in the show notes. And now let's tune back into our podcast episode. Okay, so now that we are back, let's dive into automation, elimination, and delegation. And so I believe that automation is key to you living an abundant lifestyle. Because when we really look at growth versus scaling, growth is your business is growing, you're earning more money, you're seeing more clients or customers, go through your funnel. But scaling is really you're earning more money while working less. And I just hope that that's your goal, right? Overall. And so- What I suggest that you do to make sure that you're on the right path is one review every night, what went well, don't spend a lot of energy focusing on what could have went well the day is over. Use it as a learning tool, not a mistake. And just write down what went well and how you're going to make tomorrow better. Also, I will share with you my positive mindset playlist where it's a lot of motivational speakers in there and you can give or take what you want to listen to based off the mood you're in or what you're working on. Also, a suggestion is Turn off electronics. There are certain times of the day or of the week that I'll purposely leave my phone upstairs in the charger on the third floor, go down to the second floor and hang out with my family. And then I will tell them, can y'all get off your electronics because I'm off mine. Let's like be in the presence of one another. Okay. Also, as I mentioned, reflect on your week, also your day, but reflect on your week to really see how you can make the following week better. um, and how you can change your energy as you go. Also, Decide what you can automate, what you can delegate or eliminate. So certain things that I automated was my schedule. Certain things happen every single day, such as an alarm clock, such as I know I drink my hot water with lemon and tea in the morning and in the evening. And the reason why I like to say automation in terms of lifestyle is because it requires no mental effort once it becomes a habit. Okay. So you want to ask yourself, What can either you automate, such as a system in your business, or what can you automate in your household, like your bills through bill pay? Also, what can you delegate? Can you delegate things to people in your home? And so one of the apps that I use on the iPhone through Google is called Reminders. I paid a long time ago for the full thing. It was like 10 bucks, I think, but it's not a recurring subscription charge. And what's nice is you can share the reminders list with other people. So during this season in the last year, I had my husband download it because I felt like we had tension every time I would hit him up and say, did you do that that I asked you to do like two days ago? You know, and so instead of me, what I consider nagging him, I'd rather a system continue to remind him because he didn't do it. Because if he did it, he would have to check it off on his phone. And I found that in the last like six months, when I've done those things, at least for our household chores, to split up things between me and him for our children or dishes or groceries or gas for the car, it feels really good to leave the therapist cave And go upstairs and this time he's folding clothes. I don't always have to wash and fold the clothes. It feels good to delegate things, but also have a conversation with your mate to make sure that they're down, right? Now, also there may be things on your list that you need to eliminate. Meaning if you do a reflection of your week or your month, you'll realize that a lot of things you're doing is just to keep you busy. So if it's just to keep you busy and it's not producing anything in your business or your life, then let it go. Don't keep it because all you're doing is filling your time and you're making yourself more and more overwhelmed and tired and burnt out and you won't be able to enjoy life. Also, like I mentioned before, write down what went well. I cannot stress that enough. I would actually say out loud what went well so that your brain can start registering positive things, not what went wrong. And so as I mentioned, there is a lot of things that I want to share with you that will be in the show notes, these awesome candles will be in the show notes. My motivational playlist will be in the show notes. Also these links to these journals will be in the show notes so that you can check out and see which one or ones you want to try. But I really want to know from you outside of a daily routine, what are some things that you want help with in your business? Because everything I shared with you in terms of how early I wake up is how I am able to get majority of my work done on certain days of the week at 12 PM. And granted, I don't have evening appointments, but if I have like therapy clients or coaching clients, those may be throughout the day. But my daily routine has really saved my sanity uh, because a lot of things in my life are pretty much a habit now. So it doesn't require any mental effort. I'm just like on autopilot. So I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Um, Make sure that if you liked it, you give it a thumbs up. You follow us on the podcast as well. If you like, would like to engage with me because, you know, I clear, clearly can't see you, you know, on a YouTube or podcast, then please head over to Instagram as well. Turn on the post notifications on these platforms so that you can be the first one to know when something drops. Also on Instagram, I do a lot of behind the scenes. And so I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. If this episode you believe will help someone else, even if they are not a therapist, Please share it if they're a parent, a mother, a father, a caregiver, someone who has a job, someone who's in school. Most people are trying to balance life. And it's really about focusing your attention on things that are intentional, that are going to move the needle in your personal life or your business. So I will see you in the next episode. Have a great day. Bye.